Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. A new fund aims to help some of the people most devastated by the coronavirus pandemic. And by that, yes, I'm talking about the restaurant industry. The COVID-19 Regional Response Fund was started two weeks ago to help nonprofits hit hard by the coronavirus. With backing by the Community Foundation, the fund quickly garnered some major donations, and the aim is to help nonprofits dealing with vulnerable populations. But it wasn't long after that a second sister fund was established, also working with the Community Foundation. The Gateway Resilience Fund was created to help the restaurant and retail industries, and together the two funds have already raised $1.4 million. So joining us to talk about it today is Rue Yawitz. He's a co-creator and advisor to the Gateway Resilience Fund. Rue, welcome back to the program. Thank you. Uh, Thanks for having me on to be able to talk about this important uh, that we've gotten stood up. Now, the last time you were on the show, it was as general manager of Big Money Adventures, the canoeing company, and and that was just such a fun conversation to have. But I understand that's only one of the hats that you wear. What's your tie to the restaurant industry? So, yes, I actually, uh, I guess I do wear a lot of hats, um, and I wear a hat all the time. So um, (laughs) I'm I am the founder and owner of the Gramophone, the uh, sandwich pub in the Grove neighborhood of St. Louis. And those are some of the best sandwiches in town. Such a following. At 2 a.m., there's nothing better. Uh, But when did you over at the Gramophone start to feel the effect of this coronavirus? Well, um, I'm sitting in the Gramophone right now having this call, and uh, we are closed. There are no employees here. There are no sandwiches being made. Um, We have not... uh, put into place the safety procedures that I feel are necessary for us to uh, do curbside and uh, to do delivery. So uh, we're, we're definitely feeling it. We, we closed early um, a week ago Sunday. We closed at midnight instead of staying open until 3 in the morning. Hmm. Um, and then we did not reopen last Tuesday, and so we've been closed since. So it's such a hard call for restaurateurs to decide whether to try to keep people employed and do some sort of takeout thing or to just shut down entirely. Were you hearing pressure from both sides or was this a pretty clear call for you? No, it was definitely not a clear call. And uh, we are looking forward to reopening um, and offering pickup and curbside and all that stuff. Um, We just I personally felt like that there were too many unknowns and um, we're working through it right now. Um, with the team, and we will be back in action uh, as soon as we can. Well, I'm looking forward to that day. Uh, But in the meantime, the Gateway Resilience Fund. So uh, why team up with the Community Foundation? What sort of led this whole thing to get together? So um, a good friend of mine, Gerard Kraft, who we all know from all of his amazing restaurants uh, with Niche Food Group, um, we just started talking about this. I mean, I feel like it was probably about 12 days ago. Um, and I have a relationship with the St. Louis Community Foundation through some other food philanthropy that I do, um, like food systems work and things like that. So I kind of understood they're a great organization. They've been around over 100 years helping out in St. Louis, and not a lot of people might know the name because they, they give money to other nonprofits, and they are a nonprofit. So mm-hmm. I kind of kn- I knew the people there and understood a little bit about the infrastructure, about how they could create a fund that could act like a small public charity and be able to take in tax-deductible donations and turn around and provide direct relief checks to individuals that were affected and are affected by this. And the thinking was just we needed to stand up something incredibly fast because 
um, the way the hospitality industry works, especially people who you know, would be buying groceries today off of tips that they earned last night. Mm -hmm. Um, All of the federal programs and everything that are fast moving, as fast moving as they can be, um, aren't fast enough to have already gotten money into somebody's hands to go buy groceries today. And Gerard Kraft, of course, his restaurants include Brasserie, Sardella, Taste, Pasteria. These are some of the most successful restaurants in the city. Um, And so you guys decided to team up. You had this familiarity with the Community Foundation. Was it hard to sell them on the idea? No, not at all. They they had started the the fund that you mentioned uh, in the intro already. And I think I just happened to be able to be very convincing over uh, a lot of emails (laughs) and let them know that, that this Everyone knows this is an extraordinary situation and that, that nobody knows exactly, you know, um, what to do. But we were already getting, um, you know, Sauce Magazine and other places were getting calls. And you could just see on on social media and other places that people wanted to know what they could do to help, you know, this industry specifically. And, and we did, like you mentioned, we it's, it's independent restaurants, retail uh, and music venues. So we included, and, and musicians. So we included, you know, a lot of the people that are on the front lines of, of getting, um, negatively affected by this, at least as far as, um, you know, wages and Mm -hmm. tips. So the federal government trying to figure out who to help, they're going off of these old tax returns. And we all know that just doesn't really make sense for industries like the restaurant industry or musicians where it's all so piecemeal. How do you figure out who has the greatest need and and who to give this money to when I'm sure as much as you're trying to raise a ton, the fund is going to be limited. You can't give everyone what they could want or need. That is true. And so what we tried to um, work through from a strategy point of view is what's an amount of direct relief that we could do that knowing how great the need is going to be, we could at least feel good about when someone applies and gets into this program, what is that number that is going to be enough to be meaningful? Mm -hmm. And even if there isn't a second round of checks that go out, we could feel good about that number. So what the fund is doing is giving people the option of applying for a $500 check or $1,000 of direct payment of bills to a vendor. Okay. So those are, those are the two options. And I just got word from the Community Foundation that I think in four days of the application being up, we've received 600 applications so far. Wow. So word is getting out. The people who need to hear about this are, are taking those steps. Uh, yes, and the, and the goal is to try to really get the word out to all neighborhoods, um, you know, have this fund be as equitably distributed as possible because, you know, there there are um, people that qualify that we're going to need to fly or neighborhoods and things like that. So we, I mean, to use a terrible analogy, we're, you know, we are building the plane in the air, but uh, <laughs> the, the best thing about the Community Foundation is they, they know how to do this and they have been unbelievably Agile. I mean, I've been joking that we kind of turned a hundred-year-old community foundation into a web startup uh, as far as the speed at which we've been able to, to get this thing up and running. Yeah, you know, we should know. We actually reached out to the Community Foundation to get some details about the COVID-19 Regional Response Fund. That's the one that's aimed at nonprofits. And they said that they sent out the first round of grants today already. That was nearly $370,000. And they've already gotten that to 16 local nonprofits. These are nonprofits that work with the elderly, people who are food insecure, people who are mentally and physically disabled. That seems like such a quick turnaround. I'm really impressed. As, as you say, it's almost the start 
startup type mentality as opposed to something where we will receive your grant and get back to you in six weeks. Um, yeah, yeah, this is definitely not a situation um, where we can uh, sit on our hands. I, I believe that the first round of checks from the Gateway Resilience Fund are um, going out Friday. That's that's terrific. So you mentioned you're trying to reach people who might be eligible. So who is eligible for this? What kind of criteria have you set? So um, the people who are eligible, they have to meet two conditions. Um, I will just read from the, the website. It doesn't The tense isn't going to work. But if you are an employee, an essential local contractor, or owner of an independent bar, restaurant, entertainment venue, or retail establishment uh, in the St. Louis region. So the, the, the tricky thing with the messaging is this is not necessarily a business relief fund. Mm-hmm. Um, owners of small businesses can apply as individuals. That makes Meaning sense. That, I mean, these, yeah, they, these right. people are not running giant corporations. In some cases, they might be one of two employees or a dozen employees. Right. So from a, from a restaurant standing, I mean, just, just to give an example, yeah, the owner of a restaurant isn't applying for business relief for that restaurant. They're, they could apply for individual relief for them, and all of their employees could apply for individual relief. But, you know, we've, we've had to get this up so fast, there's a little bit of confusion mm-hmm. on that one. No, that makes sense. Um, and I understand there's also been a little bit of confusion about downtown businesses. Just to set the record straight, this isn't just for people who are in downtown St. Louis. No. And that is also something that we're working through. Um, the uh, downtown St. Louis partnership made a grant to this fund. And because of the um, the legal framework of a community improvement district, their mm-hmm. funds can only legally be used inside of a specific geographical footprint that is the downtown community improvement district. So that is a piece of the fund that is actually going to go to businesses, and it is only downtown businesses. But the mass amount of the money um, is going to go out to individuals, and it's any anybody in the St. Louis region. Okay. So there is a small bit of earmarked money, but that should not stop anybody from applying to this thing. I guess the big question I'm wondering about right now, is this something where the Community Foundation has all these wealthy corporate donors and, you know, our little $100 here or $50 there isn't going to make a big difference? Um, or are you really hoping that community members can step up for this thing? We are taking donations large and small and encouraging people to do fundraisers if they want. Um, we, we were talking about Big Muddy Adventures uh, for a second earlier, and our founder, uh, Big Muddy Mike Clark, mm-hmm. has decided to move to an undisclosed island on the Mississippi. And we're looking for people to pledge uh, $1 or $5 or $10 for every day that he stays on the island. And we're going to donate all the money to the Gateway Resilience Fund. That's a terrific fundraiser. He's truly (laughs) isolating himself at this point. Yes, it's just him and his dog, Dolly. And they've already actually been on the island for seven days. So if you do commit a dollar, you're actually already committing $7. That sounds so good. So if people want to get involved in that, where's the information about keeping uh, Big Mike on the island? So we we just posted about it, uh, I guess, yesterday on the Big Muddy Adventures Facebook page, which is, um, what is it, facebook.com slash too muddy? Too muddy. Okay. And and overall, this fund that we're talking about, this is the Gateway Resilience Fund. It sounds like there's a, a very easy uh, website that sort of walks people through any of these details that they're interested in learning more about. Correct. Yeah, there's, um, there is a link to the Gateway Resilience Fund on the St. Louis Community Foundation's website, which is stlgives.org. stlgives.org. Well, that's terrific. Well, Rue Yowitz of the Gateway Resilience Fund, thank you so much for joining us today. 
Sure, thanks for having me on. Yeah, I can't wait till the gramophone is back open, so hang in there. I, we will, and, and when we when we are back, we'll be uh, feeding hungry St. Louisans and the, the Sandwich Kings will be, will be back uh, reigning supreme. This gives us all something to look <laughs> forward to here. So, Rue Yowitz of the Gateway Resilience Fund, thank you so much for joining us today. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio. That's 90.7 KWMU.